Welcome to C3 Church, Queen's Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Hey, thank you. So good to be with you. You can grab your chair. Happy sixth birthday. Woo! Actually, we might, can we, we'll pull this down here if that's, if that's all right. Uh, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Six. So good. Uh, as we're driving in, I remember when we, we drove in for the first time, eh? And uh, checking out this place, looking at this really ugly building uh, that you've turned into something beautiful and just a place where heaven meets earth. And so want to honor Pastor Nicole and Pastor Steve, champions of the faith, undaunted by what happens around them, relentless in your pursuit of our Savior. And so we honor you. Whew, thank you. Uh, big hug um, for you guys and for the team that has, uh, has raised this baby. A, uh, a community where Jesus is honored and his heart for us to take his good news to the world is honored. Uh, where this is not just about us and a little bless me, woo, have a nice little worship moment, but knowing that our true worship is when we step outside the doors and how we live from our Monday to Saturday and glorifying him with our lives and taking his gospel to the world. And so thank you for being that type of people. And it's a joy to be with you here today. We had a great morning in HH and I left them worshipping and came in and uh, worshipping here with you guys. And, and this is good. So we're, we're going to dive around Psalm 1. And this is a combination of last week's message and this week's message. So it goes for two hours and 45 minutes. And you're going to love every moment of this and and well first of all here i have i have some water and if you're if you're kind of parched if you're thirsty from running hard in life and you need some water then it's good to hold it it's good to hold it but i'm not feeling refreshed by it yet uh it, it's not doing anything for me i know it's there and it's good, but it's, it's, not, it's not helping yet. So what if I jumped on Mount Franklin website and gave them zero star review? Your water did nothing for me. Uh, it, it looked like water, but it, obviously you go, no, there's more to this. Uh, and you know where we're going here. There's more to this. You, you actually have to intentionally draw the water out. It... it it's nice having it. It doesn't even matter if I like, hold it close, if I nuzzle with my small beard, not like Sean's juicy beard. Uh, actually, who's got the longer beard? Is Roddy? I think so. It's got a little bit of a curl too, so if you, you just get the straightener out in the morning. and uh, Even nuzzling, you have to intentionally take a hold and position yourself, right? Ah, this is good. Anyone else? When I was <laughs> oh, it's, it's good. Psalm 1 
the opening psalm, which makes a way for the 149 that follow, says, blessed is the one. Now, this is a good thing, okay? Blessed. We want to be this person, right? We want to be this blessed one. There should be a little more noise when I, yes, yes, we want to be this. We want to be this blessed one. That we, the opposite of blessing is not nice stuff. So we, we, we want to live here. Blessed is the one. Now we have three do nots. Who does not walk in step or follow the counsel of the wicked. That's number one. Number two, stand in the way that sinners take. And this is a really interesting study. We don't have time to dive into these three, but I encourage you to, to do that. Stand in the way that sinners take. Don't do that. And now don't sit. Sit, don't find your belonging. Don't get comfy in the company of mockers or the prideful or the contemptuous looking down. But, now this is good. Verse 2, these are the ones who are blessed, right? This is blessed are those whose delight is in the law of the Lord. Interesting, we'll come back to delight. And who meditate on his law day and night. Now, now here the law of the Lord here is the instruction of God, known predominantly for us as the Bible, as his word. So, so blessed are the ones who delight in the word and then who meditate upon the word so that it's alive in our mind all the time. Okay? That person is like a tree. Woohoo! Always wanted to be a tree. Uh, when I picture myself in the spirit, I don't know if I look like a tree, but I do now after being alive in, in Psalm 1 here. That person is like a tree planted by streams of living water, which yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither, and whatever they do prospers or has a sense of victory. So, delight. Delight. Those who delight in the Word. So, Let's do a quick little audit. Who wakes up in the morning just with this natural overflowing sense of joy, delight at opening your Bible and diving in? Who Every morning, there's, there will be a few crazy people, which is awesome. This requires supernatural help. What, what we find here is as we look at verse 2, so we go, here's what you, what you don't do in verse 1. Now, here's where God wants Christians to live, alive in His Word, delighting in His Word, so that we're not going to the Bible out of duty, but it starts with delight. It, it's like, I don't clean the dishes in our house as a a duty for, because my wife really likes me doing that. Like it's not one of the, there are lots of rules for me in our house. Uh, too many to share right now. Uh, I don't do those things out of duty. It's because I delight in my wife. 
And so it springboards from a place of love. And so it's the same action, but it's got a very different motivation. And so if the Bible for us looks like a duty, then we've missed the first step. And so the, the first step here, so it's those who, so if you want this blessed life, you want to be like this flourishing tree, then we've got to delight ourselves in the law of the Lord, delight ourselves in the word. Now this should leave you short. This should leave you feeling unable because our faith journey begins at the point of surrender. Well, it begins before that with everything that God does. But in terms of our response, then it's in surrender that we open up for his supernatural power to move in us. And so when I, I am challenged by that because it, it's not every moment of every day do I just delight myself in if I had the choice of winning lotto or opening the Bible, I'd choose them. If I could win a three-on-three basketball comp or spend an hour in Leviticus. Uh, so I go, it leaves me in a position where I go, Lord, I need your help. Holy Spirit, help me to have a love and a passion to find Christ in the Word. Awaken my heart and my soul. I surrender my, my laziness, my ability to be extremely distracted. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The whatever's where, God, I need your help. And so we start on our knees. God, I need you. Awaken delight in me. And so I... I want each and every one of us this year, I want this year for you to be a, a year where you delight yourself in the Word, where I want to prophesy into us today that there will be a growing delight for you in the Word of God. And maybe you've never read His Word and felt that sense of delight, of, of joy, of being drawn into it. Believe in faith this year that God's going to awaken that for you. Even if you hate reading, like i prophesied over myself all through high school. Hate reading, hate reading. I never read a book through high school. Now don't do that, okay? If there's any teenagers in here, it didn't work well for me, but I avoided reading at all costs. But God, when I full on surrendered to him at 19, has kindled a passion, a, a delight, and I still need his help to keep kindling that. So, so it starts in, in that place. And then it's the one who meditates. So, so delight is, is this heart movement. God wants to get into our heart, that Christianity is a, is a transformation of the heart, where Christ is allowed in to, to do that work, to shift our emotional leanings, our proclivities, where it would be shaped by Him. And so it starts in the heart, and then meditation is to do with the mind. And so we let Him in, because we... More than we know, we are led by our feelings and our emotions as opposed to clear, logical ways of acting. And, and so we let God into our heart and then we let him continue to form and do miracles in our mind. And you could picture it something like, that. we have something like 85 billion neurons, the nerve cells that make up our mind, and every single one of them needs to be transformed by the Holy Ghost where we are relentlessly, day by day, giving him space to come in 
and take lordship and reprogram what's in here to look like what's in here. Where there are ways of thinking that we have in here that are not in alignment with his word, where it's like, God, I need your help. Would you? And where he's doing miracle day after day after day in our mind because we are meditating on his word. Now it says, and this should again be challenging for us, that as we come to the Bible, if there's not conviction regularly, then we've got to worry. Now, if you want to find conviction in the Bible, do what I did yesterday when I was painting and I listened to the book of James. You've got to be in a good headspace to uh, pitch. He's harsh, man. He's, you can find something you need to repent of. If you, uh, if you listen, to, uh, listen to James or listen to it in, in uh, the um, message version first. Uh, message version you can, on, on YouVersion Bible app, if you're looking for some way to listen to the Word, YouVersion Bible app, free to read, free to listen, incredible Bible plans, etc. And, and so I listened at, at one speed uh, for that. But when you listen to the NIV, it's, he speaks really slow. So 1.25 speed. Okay, well, I was painting, just a little, a little tip. Don't try two speed. Have you tried listening to the Bible in double speed? It's a... Uh, it's like force feeding, right? It's like you're at a buffet and someone's stuffing food in your face. Uh, anyway, those who delight in the law of the Lord and who meditate on his law day and night, they're like trees, giant trees. Now, smart trees are not nourished by their surroundings, but by the depths. Smart trees aren't nourished by the surroundings. They're not waiting for a kind someone to sprinkle water. They don't live their whole life in that place. They, smart trees push their roots down deep looking for water. And then they don't stop. They keep pushing their roots down deep, which allows the tree then to be able to grow further, to reach wider, to have fruit on the tree. They're, they're forcing their, their roots down Deep, and this is the picture of us as we dive into the Word of God. We're planted by the stream. If we're near the water, we've got to tap into the water and take it and drink. And so for us, every time we come to the Word of God, and I want to tell you that this year is going to be your best year in the Bible. This year, the Holy Ghost is going to awaken the Word of God for you as we discipline ourselves, as we allow Him to foster delight and joy in His Word, and then as we discipline ourselves in the natural to make space and do what's necessary with, as we're stewards of the time that He has given us to, to make space, then the Word of God is going to be awakened for you this year. And it's going to be like you're tapping into life and life is being drawn into you because the, the tree that's waiting for the environment to feed it, for the economy, for my business to be doing well, for my relationships to be all hunky-dory, for everything to just kind of be nice till, till I don't have to wear a mask on my face, till, till COVID's all kind of sorted, till whatever. If we're waiting for the whatevers, then our source is above ground. And what the last 12 months has shown, and maybe it's shown this to you about yourself, 
is that seen, we've seen a clear difference between those who have their roots going down deep, who know how to live alive in the Word during the week, where we're meditating on His Word day and night, where He's helping us in that process, and there is life flowing to us, whether we can gather in person or not, whether our gatherings look like this or in homes or not, whether whatever, there is life that is found in Him that we need to keep pushing our roots down deep into. And then we are like these trees, trees planted. Planted, letting the roots go down deep into him. Have we we've got the picture of the acacia tree? Thank you. And so this is, this is an acacia tree in a, a dry riverbed in the Judean wilderness. Now, this tree... And the, the sun, it's beautiful sun on it, but it's, it's really green. Uh, this tree should not be alive. Trees like this should not be alive. If they were looking above ground for sustenance, they would not be, if they were just waiting for a Sunday message to water me once a week for a little water, this tree would die, would not be flourishing. But every day of the week, Every moment, roots going down deep, and this is who we are. This is who we are called to be. And so this tree is flourishing, and it can go years without rain. Maybe sometimes it's felt like that for you. You can still flourish, even if it's been years without rain on the surface, because you're living much deeper than what's on the surface. Driving down where no one sees. No one sees the time you have with your Savior at home. But that is the roots going down deep. Roots going, and this is a discipline that we build, a muscle that we strengthen. And then it's this glorious cycle that continues to grow and delight awakens more and more in us. And so we have green leaves and this tree provides shade for people moving through the hot desert. This tree has little fruits on it that the goats can come and eat. God loves the goats. They can come and nibble off this off this tree, and it is flourishing. And that is a picture for you and I, that regardless what's happening in the world around us, and yes, it matters, and yes, it's difficult. If this tree has got searing 45-degree temperatures around it, it's uncomfortable for the tree. And circumstances in life will leave us uncomfortable. And that is a reminder to drive our roots down deep. The uncomfort is not time to, you see, we're, we're crazy trees. We can suck those roots right back up and then kind of like move along or, or go, no, I want to be a potted tree. And so I'm going to put myself in a pot plant and just move myself around where there's some nice reticulation that's going to, no, we're designed, each one of us, to drive our own roots down deep into the Savior the life source of who he is, so that we can be as grandiose for his glory as he calls us to be. Because we are here to influence this world. And the people of God are designed to be salt and light in this world. And so whether your influence is to tens or tens of millions, that's up to God and how he distributes the gifts. But we are stewards of whatever those gifts look like. And as we drive down deep in him, then he grows us. And man, each one of us, the size of your foliage matters because the world looks around and you can look around this world and see a whole lot of shriveled trees. 
that there's green on the branches, but they're cut off from the life source. And so you've only got to shake the tree and all the leaves fall off. It's green for a moment, but it fades away. But the world needs to look at us and go, what is it about them that makes them different? And it's because we have a life source that is not in this world. And then they see and they look at the fruit and they eat from the fruit of your tree as you're at work and there is the fruit of love on your tree. And fruit grows naturally. Is You don't like the force fruit out. You don't see a tree like trying to squeeze. It just as it's plugged into the life source and nourished fruit just. And so God does that glorious work in us. And that is the testimony of Christ alive in us that the world sees in you, in me. And let us always be moving more and more in the direction of Christ-likeness, where there's, we're driving the roots down deep into his word. And as this, is, this is the work behind the scenes. Tomorrow determines whether this message was any good or not. Tomorrow. And then the next day. And then the next day. And then maybe you stuff it up and go, oh, I forgot about the Bible for, for a couple of days. And then you go, whoa, okay, I'm back in. And then you're back in and we keep moving forward. We keep driving the roots down deep. And here, here's another thing, that smart, flourishing trees aren't discouraged by pushing their roots through dry soil. They're not discouraged by pushing their roots through dry soil. And so you've got this tree and it's stretching its roots out, looking for water and it's Dry ground, dry ground. Oh, well, might as well just stop here, shrivel up and die. That's what a tree is. You'd laugh at that you stupid tree. Man, I've been that stupid tree. And maybe you, you set aside time to read the word and it's just like dry ground, dry ground, dry ground. The smart tree doesn't stop there. It keeps searching. It keeps seeking. Seek and you will keep seeking. Let him develop that perseverance with inside you. I'm a seeker of God. And so then we, we're not put off, but we go, there's water out there. So I can see that person. They got water springing up. It's like splashing out their paws. There's, how are they tapping in? And then so we, we go, what's working for you? How are you alive in the Word? What are, and they're like, oh, I'm doing this, this Bible plan on you version. You should, you should do that one. Or they're like, well, well, I have this discipline. I get up 30 minutes before my day, every day, and I spend some time in the Word and prayer. And you're like, oh, wow, maybe I could. And then there are so many different maybes. Or on the, work, on the way to work every day, I listen to the Bible. I, I put it on in the car or in my ears on the train and I let the word of God come into my ears and when when something kind of stands out then I pause and I pray go Lord would you make that come alive to me and then we're meditating on that scripture where to meditate is to chew is to think over is to ponder to let his thoughts be alive in our mind so then it's the okay so how do I act on this how do i live this and this is how we are designed to live so can we uh let's hit the purpose circles please nice thank you yanni uh we'll get there um so i oh, it's nice here the wind is coming
So, uh, if you have a look at our purpose circles up here, right in the center. So this is for our church in five locations. In case you haven't noticed, Jesus is in the center. If you're new here, welcome to a community where we are trying as much as we can to put Jesus in the center. And it starts with the center of your and my heart, the center of our priorities. And everything we've talked about here in Psalm 1, it works as Jesus is in the center. If Jesus is slightly to the side, it's like a, a wheel where the axle in the middle isn't in the center, but it's like off. So instead of this beautiful spin, it's like... And so we're like, what is wrong with this Christian thing? And yet Jesus is designed to be in the center. Savior, Messiah, Lord. I surrender. This is, this is fun, right? I surrender my will. Help me. Oh, help me. I surrender my feelings. We've given our lives to Christ. We, we don't, they're not ours. Lord, help me. Give you my feeling, my fears. I can't live holding on to those fears anymore. You paid the price. I, I give them relentlessly to you. My hopes, my dreams, my proclivities, the, the leanings of my flesh. This Jesus at the center means he's got access to every one of those things. The thing from the past that really hurt you, where he could come and heal and move you forward. The thing for the future that you're hoping for, that is it inside of his will. And God, oh, yes, I kind of give you permission to change it. But the center of it all, that is the glorious dance of Christianity. And, and so... In our purpose circles, Jesus gives life to the full. From John 10.10, 10, we're called to live it and share it. That's the why. That's the center. This is our purpose. This is where our, our identity comes from. And this is us being planted. Okay, if we think about the Psalm 1 tree, this is the tree being planted in Christ. So now it's got the potential to grow. We then look at the, the second circle. What we have here is these are spiritual disciplines that have been alive in God's people for centuries, that are central to us becoming the people He has called us to be, activating His victory in the here and now. And so this is what we're talking about here, meditation on the Word, whereas Word would be alive in us day and night. This is a spiritual discipline that we build into our lives. Now, you may be here as a teenager or a 50, 60-year-old, and you could have an incredible discipline that you have built in his word. And that's like the roots going down deep to draw the nourishment. Or you could be a teenager or 50, 60 year old or anything in between. And you could have not built that same habit. And then the roots of the tree are just like little spider roots. Just a, just a few kind of keeping the tree up. And it then limits what this tree can do because of the life source that is coming in. And everything else that we can see on the natural, that fades away in eternity. And in the spirit, we, we, how big is this tree? And, and it's the, the roots that go down deep that then determine. And so these three spiritual disciplines, the Bible is we're talking about, and then prayer and a discipleship community, which is what you are in here that Christians are built to do life together. 
If, if there's not someone in your world that you can be honest with, where you can say, man, I'm struggling, where you can talk about your faith and find them, do whatever you can to find them and dive into a group where you can have discussions like that. Be in church. It's a discipline to build into our lives. And so well done for living that out here today. And so these are these spiritual disciplines. These are the roots of the tree going down deep. If we neglect the disciplines, then we're just simply not driving the roots down deep. And the flourishing that maybe was prophesied over us one day, or maybe we had a thought of, or a hope of, or that we see in someone else, simply will not be ours because we're not tapping into the life source. And it's a harsh reality, but we need to face it. And so my prayer for me is, God, would you give me a passion for your word? Would you help me more and more delight in your word that I'm drawn into it so that the root structure that is nothing that you can see, that happens when you're not watching, that there would be these roots that are enormous, that go down deep into my Savior. And that let that be each and every one of us. And then on the outside circle, this is the, what it looks like. So again, the, the second circle, well, if we start in the middle, the middle is our why. And you can see really small writing. It's our why, our purpose. In the center, it's Jesus. Then the how. How do we live the why? How do we activate it? By letting these spiritual disciplines build in our world. And then what happens as a result? And in the outside layer, we see at each one of these layers, as we surrender in the middle, there is a power and a purpose that is awakened for the next layer. So then there's a power through the Holy Spirit that is awakened inside of us to be found in prayer in the Bible and discipleship community. And then it's how we respond that matters. And then the same as we're alive in the spiritual disciplines in the, se the second circle, then there is a purpose and a power that flows through us to grow as influences where we have a mandate from heaven to be an influencer wherever he has called us to be, be it in the home with your family, in the marketplace, in the friendship circles, when you walk through the supermarket, and whatever that looks like, whether you're going to rise and be a voice in media, whether you're going to be a voice in government, whether you're going to raise some incredible children, whether whatever, that there is an influence on us in him where we're called to shine bright for his glory to be a living, breathing example of Christ on earth. And there is a heart in us to go beyond and plus one and heard Sean and Yanni, what a great couple. Heard them talking about beyond and that's one of the ways we activate that heartbeat, but where we are thinking about the other, about people discovering Christ, where that is alive in us. And we need supernatural help for this stuff, Right? And so it starts, surrender at the center, where we're surrendered to God. And then it, it, it moves out from there, where there are these disciplines which are life flowing into us. And then there is a power for us to live and, and to foster family and friendships, where the world would see again and they would go, man, there is something powerful going on in that family, and I need that. And so these are our purpose circles. I want them to be alive for you. 
and help. And I want us to see the imagery of this Psalm 1 tree that is talked about. I want us to, to see that here where the center is us planted in Jesus. You're my God. You're my Savior. Then the, the second circle. These are the roots going down deep into Him where, where there is life. There is this water that is flowing that we are drawing in. And then the outer layer. These are the branches that are growing wide. And this is what the world sees. The branches that are growing wide and there is fruit on the tree. And this is how it connects in here for us. And so this year, this is going to be your best year in the Word of God. You are diving deep into His Word. There is a passion awakened. And if you're, if you're here and you're feeling a little challenged, because the Word hasn't been like that for you, then let it be an invitation from God, this little knock. Hey, buddy. Hey, love. Hey, whatever he would call you. I'm here for you. I believe in you. You're extraordinary. I gave it all for you, and I'm calling you deep into my word this year. Calling you deep into my word this year. You're going deeper in his word this year, and there is a life source from heaven that is awakened in you going deep just let it so what's this gonna what's this gonna look like for you tomorrow what's your response what does this look like is it a bolstering of a habit that exists is it a whole fresh habit that is that is going to build for you and what this year looks like is predominantly the subtotal of our habits and so it's letting God into that space to shape those things we do habitually. So what's that for you? Are you going to set your alarm and get up early and leave your phone somewhere else? So the half an hour we set aside isn't all of a sudden gone after we've scrolled on Instagram and like, whoa, look at the time. I've got to get ready for work. Uh, whatever you need to do. Is it a deep dive? Is it buying a new Bible? Is it buying a new commentary? or downloading a commentary online and beginning to study something out? Is it stepping into C3 College and doing something there? Is it maybe you're going to phone a friend and say, I've got no idea what to do. And say, hey, what, what do you think I, I should do? Or maybe it's going to be, you're going to have someone you're catching up with every week and you're just going to read a scripture together. Maybe it's, it's just picking a verse and, and you probably haven't heard me say, but last year, the last four months of last year, my entire world was shaped by one verse. One verse that God quickened to me and I relentlessly meditated on it, studied it out, let it come alive. And God is true to his word and you are getting his word in here more than ever before. And we are going to be these trees that defiantly flourish. And whatever is happening in the world around us, we are going to defiantly flourish Stand in defiance to what's happening in this, the circle, the sphere of whatever is happening above ground because we are planted deep in Him. So come on, let us do this together. Lord, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You, Jesus, that we discover You in the Word. You are the Word made flesh and we want to know You more. We want to look more like You. And we thank You that You have power for us. So we receive power afresh today from the Holy Spirit. 
where, Lord, this is not about striving. This is about responding. And so we don't strive to be someone we're not. We respond to your invitation to be changed more and more like you. And so do that supernatural work in us. Awaken delight for your word. And then, Lord, we choose to build the spiritual muscle, the spiritual disciplines as we let those roots go down deep, we are drawing water from heaven. We're going deep into you, our God. And so we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give.